today. Uh, take your Bibles, please, and we're going to go to two places. Ephesians chapter number 5 is where we're going to start. Don't worry, you're not preaching on submission and, and uh, other types of things. I was going to kid about my page, this page on my Bible is about ripped out uh, from all the times I got to turn there to remind my wife she needs to listen to me and, uh, and, uh, and stuff. But remember, uh, the verse before that one, the Bible says we're to submit ourselves one to another. Uh, in the fear of the Lord, and that's the key, when you, when you have the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom, and, and uh, people just don't fear Him, but when you fear Him, you walk with Him, you want to please Him, uh, then Ephesians 5, all the stuff on marriage and the home, uh, it makes sense and works out, right? So uh, if we love the Lord, uh, then, uh, then the marital relationships are what they are. But that's not what we're preaching on. Uh, I already kind of did, but that's not what we're going to back up. Uh, and um, I've quoted uh, verse number 18 a couple times in the past week with people just talking about, uh, about um, uh, alcohol. Uh, and uh, the, <clears throat> the problem that we have as Christians, there are many problems we have, uh, but we, we often go to the Bible to try to find verses that will support uh, the decisions that we've made in, uh, in our life. And that's not what we should do. We should always go to the Bible and then make decisions based on what the Word of God says. And in this verse in particular, uh, has, uh, people would use it uh, to, to try to prove that it's okay for them uh, to socially drink, uh, to not be drunk, uh, which is excessive, uh, but, uh, but uh, to excuse away that. And I just don't think it's right for a Christian to do so. And the Bible has so many verses uh, that, uh, that uh, support that uh, belief. Uh, but the Bible says, and we'll begin reading verse number 18, and be not drunk with wine where is in excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit. So what that means is don't be drunk with wine. There's excess in wine. It doesn't, this is not a proof text for moderation. It says be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. <laughs> uh, there's excess in alcohol. And when you read Proverbs and other places, uh, you do things, say things, go places and stuff you do uh, when you're under the influence of alcohol uh, than you would when you're not. Uh, and if you were to ask people to be honest about some of the major regrets they've had in their life, many of those regrets and things that they've done uh, have been, uh, alcohol has been involved. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, that's, if, if you want to wanna try to prove uh, that it's okay for you to drink, uh, you can't use that verse. Uh, and, uh, and, then, and then if you really want to start and argue with me, start talking about the marriage, uh, the marriage supper and Jesus turning water into wine, all right? And uh, then, we'll, uh, then we'll, I'll fix you up on that one too. Uh, and, uh, but let's continue reading. It says this, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message. Please help us from it to grow closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, today, with Bluetooth technology and earbuds and stuff like that, uh, Bluetooth in your car, uh, I've talked even recently about the fact that you can, it can look like you're talking to yourself. Uh, when nobody's around, you know, you rewind back 10, 20 years and, uh, and you're, if you were doing that kind of a thing, people would walk away and, uh, and avoid you. And, uh, and someone would say, uh, back then I remember they say, are you talking to yourself? I'm like, yep. Uh, and like, that's okay as long as you're not answering and other types of things we would just say. And, and, uh, and so it was just kind of, it was just kind of different. Today, um, you just don't know. And let me just say this, it's, uh, you, young people especially, you don't have to be walking around 24-7 with earbuds in uh, and uh, uh, listen to music and other types of stuff and, and take them out when someone's talking to you. 
uh, and not just one. Take them both out. Uh, and, uh, and so I'll throw another freebie in there for you uh, today. I'm just in a meddling mood uh, this morning, and uh, it might have been that offertory got me warmed up. Uh, and, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll continue through. So um, uh, I talk to myself. I speak to myself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs because that's what God had told us to do. Uh, and making melody in our, my heart to the Lord. We're supposed to sing in our corporate worship, and we sing to Him. We sing these uh, hymns and stuff uh, in its worship for Him. Uh, but the Word of God teaches us in this passage um, to not be led, not by spirits and you know, the spirit of alcohol, uh, but by the Spirit of God. And we speak to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. We sing them in church, and it's doctrinal, and it encourages one another. It's to the Lord. Uh, but speak to, uh, to ourselves in those. Uh, and we make that melody. Now, it's Thanksgiving uh, week, uh, and we all have plans to uh, perhaps, uh, you know, certain things you want to eat and turkeys and all that kind of stuff, and be deep, I'll be deep frying and, uh, them and, uh, for ourselves and for some others this year. And, I, and I, love, I love Thanksgiving. I love fall. I like when it gets cold. Uh, and the, the leaves change. Uh, I, I, the rain, uh, I don't mind the rain uh, as long as God gives me a sunshine on Monday so I can ride my motorcycle. Uh, and, uh, but I, but I, uh, I enjoy this time of year. Uh, we know uh, that we're supposed to be thankful uh, every day of the year. Uh, if you agree with that, say amen. Only one person did there. So we should have a, a thankfulness in our heart uh, throughout the year. Um, I like to read uh, books about human behavior and all that kind of stuff. Um, I said a couple weeks ago, I'm not a mind reader, uh, but I bought a book called Mind Reader. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, just so I can, uh, not to learn how to read minds like a fortune teller or whatever, but to read language and, uh, and, and hear uh, words and body language and be able to really kind of tell uh, what people uh, mean, uh, not just what they're saying, and it's important, and I enjoy those types of things. And one of uh, the studies or things I've read um, in relation to uh, gratitude is the, is the neuroscience uh, behind thankfulness and gratitude. Um, there's a lot of things uh, that take place uh, when we're grateful. Physiologically, you got dopamine, you got you know serotonin. There's all these different things. Um, the the science helps us to understand that we can't have uh, you know uh, grateful thoughts and unhappy thoughts at the same time. Um, doesn't mean that you can't be you know discouraged and still have gratefulness, but you can't have positive and negative thoughts. At the, at the same moment, at the same time. And God knows that. He tells us to think on uh, just things and pure things. And uh, long before science figured all that stuff out, uh, God had already given us a remedy for stinking thinking uh, and, uh, and to get our minds on positive things and not negative things. So there's a lot of positive uh, things that will help you, not just spiritually, also emotionally, physically, if you live uh, with a spirit of gratitude. But thankfulness is not just a feeling that we have. It's directed towards an object, and I'll be preaching about that in the evening service. Uh, but, uh, but this passage says that we're to give thanks always for all things. Uh, speaking to our, in, our, in our hearts, uh, Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. So uh, I know I'm supposed to be thankful for everything. And as we read our New Testament particularly, uh, we find Paul telling us that we're to give thanks 
distresses, uh, difficulties, tribulations. Be thankful for all the things in our life. We struggle uh, with that as a concept. I preached about it this, this last week. But we know we're supposed to be thankful for the good things and for the bad things. Uh, and then God uh, gives, us, gives us those verses, but he also gives us Bible texts and verses that give us tools in order to do that. This is one of them. When we, when we have a melody in our heart and we're singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to the Lord, uh, just think about it this way. Uh, if uh, when you're in a good mood, you do that. You'll be humming songs and, you know, and some of you, you'll be going through work and humming something and singing something and, and inevitably some would say, well, you're having a good day or why are you so happy? Because it's almost like a, you know, a direct body response to, to joy and happiness, and, uh, and we'll sing about things. Hopefully, we're singing the right things, uh, of course, and to the Lord, being thankful. So, uh, it says, Give, giving thanks always for all things unto God uh, and our Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In, in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter number 5, it says, we're to be thankful in all things. He said, for this is the will of God concerning you. Thankfulness. Uh, the Bible is filled with them. So, singing psalms. Uh, there are several um, Thanksgiving psalms uh, that that's their particular focus. Uh, and uh, you don't need to turn to all of these, but um, uh, you can write some of them down if you like to. Psalm 30, 32, 34. There's only eight. Uh, Psalm 40, Psalm 75, 107, 116, 118 are all psalms of thanksgiving that David penned under inspiration uh, for us uh, that, we can, that we can have. Um, I preached this last week uh, about, uh, about uh, that we shouldn't pray um, uh, the kind of prayers uh, that are imprecatory prayers, hard to even say. Uh, hard to say it, but we shouldn't pray them. David prayed some of them, uh, in, uh, in we read about those in Psalms. Uh, but when he prayed those prayers, it was God judge these evil people, you know, t- take their teeth out, you know, on and on and on. But the focus was more on uh, the judgment and the justice and the holiness of God than it was David's frustration or whatever. And try to encourage the church to, because uh, the Bible is chock full of pray for your enemies, love your enemies, uh, and, uh, and not to pray that um, they die or whatever. Uh, it, we have to make sure we're praying uh, the right way. And uh, as I mentioned that, somebody said, well, we should just not, we should just not you know, um, sing the imprecatory psalms. And, uh, and kind of off record, I'm like, do you sing those like for real, like in your church? And they don't. Uh, and uh, because the Bible says we're supposed to sing psalms. And so he went like, you know, uh, don't pray this way to don't sing those, sing those uh, prayers uh, when they, in fact, don't sing those prayers uh, in their church at all. And so I said, no, we're supposed to sing those psalms. We're supposed to uh, uh, meditate on them and have the melody of those in my heart. So I'm, it's Thanksgiving week, and I want to be thankful. Uh, I should be thankful. Um, when bad stuff happens, um, and I'm supposed to be thankful, like, okay, what, what are the steps? How do I do it? God gives us some of those in the Bible. And so in a very practical way, we're going to look at one psalm uh, and, uh, and see exactly what he says to do. So let's go to Psalm 107, and, and we're going to um, look at this psalm uh, almost in its entirety. I'm not going to read all of it because we're going to run out of time. 
and uh, I've got to get pot pie or pizza pie uh, or whatever uh, to keep with my pie theme today. Uh, and uh, so I don't want to keep you or myself uh, too long. But we're going to go in Psalm 107. And I put in the margin, I talk to myself. I speak to myself. I speak to myself in these psalms. When I'm discouraged, I go to the psalms. When, you know, when I've got a health issue, I go to the psalms. Uh, if I want to be thankful, I, I, I go there. Uh, and uh, the psalms, it's not just a poetry book in the Bible or just music that we're a voice. not just Old Testament. Uh, God tells us in the New Testament we're supposed to sing them and have melody in our heart, right? So in Psalm 107, we find four different times uh, that the psalmist tells us to be thankful. Verse number one, he says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Aren't you glad that his mercy endures forever? Uh, that his mercies are renewed every morning. So we have this phrase, uh, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, uh, and his mercy endureth forever, four different times. And then underneath of those, uh, he gives us an illustration uh, of, uh, of what we're supposed to be thankful for. Uh, the first one, he says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, verse two, whom, hath redeemed from, uh, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted them. Sounds pleasant. Um, hunger and thirst, and uh, and uh, you know we, uh, you know I know they say in America there's so many people and they're struggling with in poverty and and so many people are hungry, uh, and uh, and 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 there's probably some truth to that, but we we are really blessed uh, in America. We have um, plenty, uh, and uh, even in hard times, you know you know eggs, you know whatever whatever. I saw somebody bought you know five dozen eggs and it was like you know twenty some bucks the other day. And, uh, the, but we still find a way to buy them because uh, uh, God is good to us and, and, we, and we do what we want to do. Uh, real hunger and thirst. Like, um, you know, the other day, Amy and I, we went to a restaurant uh, for lunch or whatever. And, uh, and we're like, we're both like, oh, is that last Sunday? We went to the uh, Black Bear thing. And uh, so we're both sitting there. It was, it was like, I'm starving. And it's like, I am too. And we just sat there for like, you know, waiting, like talking about how hungry. It's like, you know, like I'm, so, I'm like so starving. But we don't, we don't know what starvation is. Okay, I'm hungry and I want my food now, uh, but I'm not, you know, starving. I'm nowhere near emaciated. Uh, and, uh, and so um, hunger and thirst, uh, it seems to be something that would be, uh, you know, why would I be thankful for that? But he says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. It says all that stuff about solitary and wandering in the wilderness, hungry and thirsty, soul fainting. Verse 6, then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. God, I'm thankful for the fact that I have a God uh, who is a refresher. A God who supplies uh, for my needs. Uh, a God that if I, can, I pray to him, uh, and he, come, he comes through every time. It might not necessarily be the way that I, that I would want uh, uh, it to be, but he, but he does. And I'm supposed to be thankful. So as I'm uh, maybe discouraged or uh, depressed or uh, things aren't going my way, uh, God says I'm supposed to give thanks. That's the will of God in my life. I'm supposed to sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and make melody in my heart to the Lord. I know that if I'm thankful, 
uh, with gratitude uh, comes happiness. I'm not thankful because I'm happy. Gratitude begats the happiness. And so I've got to stop thinking about the negative stuff. And so if I go to Psalms, I can find uh, a, a God uh, in Psalm 107 that I'm to give thanks to, that when I'm wandering in a solitary place, and I'm hungry and thirsty and I have need, uh, that he is a God that when I call to him in prayer, he, he brings me out of all my distresses. And hunger and thirst is a distressing thing. Loneliness and solitary uh, things, uh, uh, that's all uh, a, a, a terrible thing in life that we wouldn't want necessarily uh, to be blessed. But when, uh, when we lose our way, uh, we have a God in heaven uh, that, uh, that comes beside us uh, and uh, he never leaves us nor forsakes us. Uh, and when we do think we're alone, if we think we're in a solitary way, hungry and thirsty and by ourselves, uh, like, uh, like Elijah under that juniper tree, I'm all alone. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, not too long ago I preached on that, he was, he was hangry, wasn't he? Had been, he'd been running and tired uh, and haven't eaten. And uh, God fed him, fed him once uh, and he, was, he, was, he still needed a Snickers. Uh, and then God, God fed him again uh, and he got stuff right. But when we get in that place, we just don't think straight. Uh, and, uh, but God, when we pray, he, he does that. Then there's another one. He starts again, verse number seven, says he led them forth by the right way and uh, talks about how God brings them through. We can, uh, when we lose our way, verses four down through that, verse number seven, teach us that we have a refresher. We have a God that comes alongside of us. I talk to myself about that. Uh, I remind, I meditate on that. Um, I'm, I'm alone. Uh, you know, uh, I'm out here in the Pacific Northwest and all my families, uh, you know, in different places in the world. Uh, and, uh, and God says, be thankful and make melody in your hearts to the Lord. Sing Psalms, Psalms, uh, Psalms 107. Uh, and, uh, and then I don't feel like I'm alone. Uh, and I have a God right there. He says, verse 8, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works uh, to the children of men. For he satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry with soul with goodness, such as sit in darkness in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God and contemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. Verse 13, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of all their distresses. Not only if, I'm, uh, if, I'm, uh, if I've lost my way and, uh, and I'm lonely or I'm, uh, I have a need for God, uh, He comes through and refreshes me. I also have a God uh, that is there, uh, that is, He's a liberating God. Uh, he, he, the, here it says, the psalmist is saying uh, that there is darkness and shadow and death and bound in affliction. Uh, God is a God who is there. Think about Paul in the, in the Philippian jail. Uh, as, uh, as he's singing praises to God. Um, the, the, there's all kinds of analogy about being bound in affliction and iron, and we can spiritualize it, and we can look at uh, the, the bonds of, uh, of, uh, uh, of mental health or, uh, or addiction uh, or alcoholism, as I mentioned a moment ago, which is addiction. Uh, God is a God that can help us out of all of our distresses. So when I think I can't, I'm just, I am, uh, you know, captive to whatever it is. I'm bound by it uh, and brought down and, and it's laborious and life is hard and it's difficult. Uh, and I'm supposed to be thankful for it. How can I be thankful? Well, uh, I, I go to the Psalms 
and I make melody in my heart, and I sing them. I talk to myself, uh, and, uh, and I go, and I thumb through, and I find uh, Psalm 30 and 32 and 34, uh, and I read through it, and David uh, says, this is why I'm thankful, and here's what God has done. Uh, he is a refresher. Uh, he is there, and he is present. He is also a God uh, who, who, when I lose my freedom uh, to sin, uh, or even, you know, uh, if you're sitting in a jail cell, uh, like for real, uh, and uh, there's a, a consequence for something you've done. God hasn't forsaken you. Uh, you've done something that's got you locked up or whatever, uh, but God is there. God is, there's no place. The Bible says, in hell, lifted up my eyes and thou art there. God is, is, a, is everywhere all the time. Uh, and he knows exactly what we need. Uh, and I'm never alone. Uh, I'm never, I can, uh, there's no temptation given me such as common demand. Uh, I'm not captive to anything. God can give me liberty and freedom. Uh, he that is great, he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. Uh, I'm an overcomer. Uh, I can do all things through Christ. Uh, of course, uh, as we make that kind of pseudo application uh, to, to our life in general. Uh, God is good. Uh, he is good all the time. Not just, not just in November, but all year long. And, uh, and uh, we, uh, it, we get, we're happier. Ho- hopefully, Thanksgiving, Christmases, Easter, um, you, you, you know why we do those, we celebrate those, the real reasons, and what our focus is. Uh, and, and when you do that, it doesn't matter, you know, if your estranged Uncle Joe or whatever is, is going to be at Thanksgiving dinner and you don't want to be around them or, or you know, you're all going to get together and fight about something. Uh, there's good and there's bad. We enjoy the food and we look forward to all those things uh, that, that, are, that come with the holidays. But sometimes holidays are sad times for people. Um, maybe you've lost a loved one. We, Amy lost a, an uncle on Christmas Day, had an aneurysm. And so can, can you imagine losing somebody close to you on a, on a holiday that's supposed to be uh, rejoicing and celebrating? Uh, it kind of puts a damper on it, doesn't it? And, uh, but when I get whatever feeling I'm getting, I can always go right to the Psalms uh, in, in, uh, in respect to the commandments of God, uh, and I can find comfort uh, even in uh, captivity he says that in verse 13, he cried unto the Lord in the trouble and he saved them out of the stresses. He brought them out of the darkness and of the shadow of death and break their bands in sunder. Gives them victory. Uh, and, uh, and we can all have that in Christ. So I talk to myself about that. I speak to myself in Psalms. Maybe, maybe, maybe you are a, a person you say, I can't sing. Uh, and uh, and my, singing is, my singing is terrible, uh, and I just don't want... Well, here's, it's good news. You can just speak to yourself in Psalms and Sims in here, in spiritual songs, uh, and uh, in making melody in your heart uh, to the Lord. Oh, that man, verse 15, would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of man. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron asunder. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saveth them out of all of their distresses. Uh, When you lose your health, uh, when, when you need a healing from God, uh, God, uh, it talks about when, you, when someone's sick, they, their soul abhorreth all manner of meat and they draw near. It's talking about physical uh, unwellness here in this passage of Scripture. Um, but in the middle of, of those types of circumstances, God is good. 
And, uh, and uh, you just got to remind yourself. Now, uh, you know, you, many of you pray for me about, you know, s- some of my health issues. And, and, uh, and you know, I got a good number of them. Uh, you know, uh, the worst probably is my mental health issues. And, uh, uh, and so just struggle with stuff, you know. And, and, um, and when, when, you're, when you're sitting at home, uh, like I was recently in, in, in very sick, um, there's not a whole lot you can do to distract yourself from that. You can, you can turn the TV on or you can binge watch Netflix or something and you can try to stay busy, but you don't feel like eating. You lose your appetite. Uh, you, st- you, start, you start kind of in a cycle, you know, just in your own head or whatever, and, you're in, and those are the things. But when that happens, what, am I, what are you supposed to do? You know, you know, we can, you know, there's, you take medicine to cover the symptoms of your cold or whatever it is, your, your sickness you have. Uh, you can get a prescription from the doctor for pretty much about uh, anything. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. Uh, but as a Christian, uh, I'm supposed to be thankful and I'm supposed to go and sing to myself or talk to myself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Uh, and, and you can find illustration after it, 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 there's not a one of us uh, got it as bad as Job had it. So we can go to the Bible and, you know, and read about Job or Paul. I mean, you know, pretty much everybody in the Bible had struggles and difficulties that uh, in comparison to what we're going through, um, you know, and, and by the way, somebody, somebody who comes to you and says, you know what, it could have been worse. They're not trying to hurt you, your feelings or whatever, because it, it could have been worse. I sliced my, mentioned slicing my end of my finger off uh, and uh, for the last possible thing, it, it grew back. So it's all there. Praise the Lord. I got a, a pastor friend cut most of his thumb off, and I don't know if all that's coming back. Could have been worse. And, uh, and, uh, but in the, in the moment, you have shock, you have everything, and there's just whatever. And, uh, you know, and, and, and by the way, uh, post that, and I, was, I kidded about it and joked about it, whatever, and it was kind of a, a weird thing, and I'm thankful it grew back. But, but, but there was a part of me that's like, you know, uh, like I'm OCD, like for real OCD, and, I, and there's like, I got to cut all the other nine off just so it'll match. <laughs> like, it was bothering me. It's like, and, you know, but, but you think of the, the, the phantom pains that people have when they have their legs amputated or uh, they've lost limbs. How, how am I supposed to complain about that and get, simp- and get sympathy from people uh, when it's just like, because it could have been a whole lot worse. Uh, and, uh, but it doesn't take away from the fact that you, that you feel loss or you suffer loss and you, and you grieve um, what has taken place. Uh, but how do, how do I, you know, somebody come out, oh, it's going to be good. They give you advice. People give you all kinds of, you know, you get, you know, you're sick. You, there's all kinds of stuff. You can, you know, take this and do this. Everybody's got advice. Um, but, I, but I can go to, I can, I can speak to myself in Psalms. I go to Psalms 107 and realize that I have a God that will, that will come to my side and heal me and bring me out of my distresses, even when it's a physical uh, illness, uh, and, uh, and so I'm supposed to praise him, uh, and uh, that, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works, crying to the Lord in trouble, verse 10, uh, and he saved them out of their distresses, uh, and, uh, and then we have uh, one more uh, and, uh, that we'll look at here uh, in verse number, t- uh, verse number 21. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Don't you see the psalmist is wanting us to praise God? And, uh, and they say, all right, and we've already been set up kind of like, okay, praise him, and oh, here's like a bad thing, uh, praying God helps you, uh, and we're to think on it and meditate on it and sing it in our hearts to the Lord. And when we do, we're reminded uh, that these people, God got them through it, and that he can get me through it. 
uh, and that I'm supposed to change and think on right things uh, and push those things and be, and be thankful uh, in that gratitude uh, begets happiness uh, in contentment, even in the midst of terrible circumstances. So he says, verse 22, and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wits end. Sounds awesome. <laughs> now, like, I don't know if you've ever been seasick before. Uh, and it's, it's not great. Uh, and, uh, but, but you get seasick, you can get seasick on calm waters. This type of stuff going down and, you know, up and down and how it describes this and their response to it. And by the way, these are, you know, these are men that, that launch out into the deep. Uh, that's what they do. These are fishermen and travelers and, uh, and uh, business. They, they in great ships and do business in great waters. And there's, a, there's an analogy there to, you know, if you want God to bless, you gotta, you gotta do, go into deep waters and you gotta step out and, you, and there's, there's risk. And, uh, and, uh, and God says that when we get saved, we're gonna do exploits. And that's a wonderful thing. Uh, but these seasoned sailors uh, were, were staggering around and at their wits end, fear, uh, had encompassed them, said verse 20, then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. They, then they are glad, because they be quiet, so bringeth them under their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise him uh, for his goodness and for the wonderful works uh, to the children of men. Uh, I have a God uh, that I, as, I, as I talk to myself, when I feel like uh, there's, you know, the storms of life uh, in the difficult times uh, and staggering at fear uh, comes in. Uh, and and if, if you've lived, uh, you know, I'm going on 50. I'm not old. I feel old. Uh, but I understand uh, there are people that are older than I am. Uh, and uh, but um, in 50 years, I've lived uh, and I've 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 gone through a lot of different things uh, in my life. Uh, I feel like at 50 uh, that, uh, that I'm, 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 a, I'm, at least, I'm at least a veteran uh, of, of living, um, you know, with, with uh, suffering, joy, the whole gamut, all, all of it. And, uh, and so been, we, we'd say, been there, done that. And, we, and, and you understand if you've lived for a while. And, and with that, uh, you know, the gray hairs that we have in here, there's a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of, lot of lessons that have been learned. And it's why the older are supposed to teach the younger. Uh, and, uh, and, and all of that. Uh, so uh, when, when you lose your hope, when all seems hopeless, um, we have a God that we are to sing ourselves uh, to ourselves about, a melody in our heart, going to psalms and sim, hymns and spiritual songs. And I go to Psalm 107, and I'm reminded that when life is out of control and the storms of life, and I, when I'm at my wit's end, I can pray to God, and he will save me out of my distresses. So I can be thankful for the storm. And I can be thankful for what I'm going through. Because God says to be thankful in all things, and that's just hard to do. And uh, but, um, you know, you can sit around and by the way, and I'll speak to this tonight. 
Um, and I've already referenced that thankfulness is not just a feeling that we have. It, there's, it's a, it's a, uh, a verb uh, that has an object. All right? Like, um, if, like when I'm at a church and I preach at a different church and they, they you know, take me out to eat and give me a love offering and different stuff and love on me when I'm there, um, when I get back, I write them a, a thank you card. Um, and then I put it in my drawer and never send it to them. No, I don't. Why? Because that would be dumb. Um, thankfulness has an object. So the feeling of thankfulness uh, is expressed to whom I'm thankful for. And, and so, so I send that letter to whomever. When, when you say thank you, you feel, you feel thankfulness, you feel gratitude, you say thank you to the object. And so somebody gives you a gift, you know, you feel grateful, you express gratitude to the person who gave you the gift. And every good gift and perfect gift comes from our Father above. And, uh, and when we think of, um, like, let's say we give testimony at Thanksgiving table and we say, what are you, what are you thankful for? And people say, I'm thankful, for, you know, I almost started singing that VeggieTales song. <laughs> uh, and, uh, um, but uh, I'm thankful, and it's all, oftentimes physical things, right? You know, for the, the food he's provided us, or I'm thankful, you know, for our home or whatever. And, um, but then we have to switch, the, it's like, who are, you, who are you thankful to? To whom? And, and, uh, and you can even say, well, I'm thankful for, you know, my wife. Um, but we say, well, who gave you her? Or, uh, ma'am, who gave you that husband? I'm thankful for my job. Um, who gave you that job? Are you following me? Um, every good and perfect gift comes from our Father above. And, and we often focus on the physical things in life. But when in that verse, and that's why I'm going to preach on tonight, there are some other things that are there that we'll be thankful for. But, um, you know... Th- Go up to somebody today at the restaurant you're at, whatever, you, you give them a gospel track, and you, you can ask them, you know, um, it's Thanksgiving week, you know, what are you thankful for? And, and, and they, may, they may tell you and play along uh, and say, I'm thankful for this. But say, to, to who? Why are you, who are you thankful to? And, and people, when I've asked people that, they say, well, I'm thankful to myself because I got this job and I bought this house. Are you following me? When we say we're thankful to, uh, to God or for some people a higher power, uh, it, it takes, it, 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 you go from one thing, you know, line upon line, precept upon precept. If there's a higher power to be thankful to, there's also a higher power to obey <laughs> and a higher power who directs our life. And so we, we don't want that. So we say, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful to me and for the ability that God gives me to make money and to do things and, and to buy stuff. Um, they said, no, it's God. That's who we're thankful to. Uh, to whom are you thankful this Thanksgiving, uh, this Thanksgiving holiday week? Uh, and, uh, and when whatever it is, um, maybe something is going on in your life that was one of the four categories uh, from this, just this one psalm. There are plenty of other psalms, and it's not exhaustive. And uh, there's plenty of other things to look at in the Bible uh, to be thankful for. Uh, but whenever I'm, whenever I'm, there's something that's in my life that, man, this is not pleasant, and I just don't know how to get from experiencing what I'm experiencing to a spirit of gratitude for it. I'm not there yet. 
how you get there as is speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Go on to the Word of God. Um, hide in His Word in your heart. Uh, meditating on God's Word. Cleansing yourself. Be encouraged. Uh, you find, how did David encourage himself? In the Word. Uh, and, uh, and so we encourage ourselves. We, we're so often dependent on other people encouraging us. Um, we, we want, like, we walk in our knuckles dragging because we want somebody to say, you know, how are you? Are you doing okay? No. no. Or we say, yes, I am, when we're not. But, we, but we're so dependent on other people to encourage us and lift us up. We want them to say, it's going to be okay, and, you know, give you a hug or whatever, give you some advice, uh, and tell you, and, and, and we're, we're bad at receiving it, we're terrible at giving it. And, uh, but, you know, what if, what if you came to me and said, Pastor, I got problems? I said, that's, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm not probably going to say that. I said, that's, that's too, too bad. You know, take your Bible and go encourage yourself. Be like, well, that's not very pastoral. But it's pretty biblical. And so, so where you can start is in the Psalms. God gives us tools uh, to do it. And, 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 and it's not just once a year as you're reading through your Bible uh, and, uh, and you're in Psalms. And uh, if you're honest, some of you are kind of like yada, yada, you know, old school, whatever. This doesn't help me, this Old Testament. Uh, but in the New Testament, God says you need encouragement and you need help in Thanksgiving. Then you, then you, you speak to yourselves in these. Then you can go right to them and go, oh, like, like just the four things that were in this one Psalm solves probably 95% of your problems or gives you the perspective in order to go through them uh, victoriously and graciously with gratitude and thanksgiving for the lessons that we'll learn through that whole process and knowing that God isn't doing stuff to us, he's doing it for us. And because of that, I can be thankful. And I hope that that'll help you uh, in 2022 Thanksgiving week uh, to be thankful for some tough stuff that's going on in your life. Let's all stand uh, with our heads bowed and our eyes closed, and let's start today uh, just thanking God um, uh, that He is a refresher, a liberator, a healer, a controller. Uh, when you lose your way, when you lose your freedom, uh, when you lose your health, when you lose your hope, um, that we're supposed to praise Him for His goodness, that we cry out and pray and God delivers us from our distresses.